Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's Carriage. It is Monday morning and 29 degrees out this morning. The sun has just barely crept up here in not quite apple country. The sky appears to be slightly overcast. And we are on a countdown with the last week of winter. So how are you? What have you been up to? I hope you had a chance to enjoy your weekend. You had an opportunity to kick back, relax, and maybe spend some time with loved ones. We just set our clocks ahead here in the great state of New York for the beginning of daylight savings time. Now, I won't be having a discussion per se on the subject. I will just simply say this is something that's been a reality for me for all of my lifetime. So I don't really have an opinion on the matter. (laughs) Tell me to change it. Don't tell me to change it. Just let me know what's happening in advance. And of course, the great uh, bonus of this technological age we live in is that you don't really have to remember on a lot of your devices because your cell phone, your tablet, anything internet-based will change it for you. Of course, you still have to change the coffee maker and the stove, depending on how fancy your appliances are. So, here we are at the beginning of a new week. As I'm making my way to the workday, we have a recent covering of snow about the countryside here. There are hints of melting along the edges. Of course, this is snow that's been here uh, probably the better part of three or four days. And it's not a considerable accumulation. I'd say it's probably maybe three or four inches from the storm that had occurred the week before. That was Winter Storm Quinn. Now, I know that I made a statement that I would not be providing detail on my husband's health. I am still going to abide by that to a degree. I'll provide a general overview, however, because we did have an occurrence over the weekend, and this is where I tell you about my weekend. So Hubby was due to work the entirety of the weekend because he had just had the weekend off before, and such is the case with the world of retail. You have to give some to get some, and so... Of course, as you know, Hubby has been dealing with some health issues. And he was due to work all of Saturday, or at least a half day, I do believe. And returned home, and we had nearly gotten ourselves to bed Saturday night 
when the old problems with his underarm reared its ugly head, and we ended up in the emergency room at about 3 a.m. on Friday night, Saturday morning. Well, to uh, make a long story short, basically they told him that since he has an appointment with a specialist on Monday, there's nothing we can do for you because, you know, it's a band-aid station in the ER. And unless you have lost a limb in a vehicular accident and are going to be life-lifted by a helicopter somewhere else, apparently, uh, the doctor on duty is basically the manager on duty like at a store so she was probably just there to make sure that they didn't go over their budget for the office pizza party anyways hubby has an appointment with his specialist today we did manage to get through the weekend uh, mostly horizontal no don't get your mind out of the gutter It seems that with the circulation problem that is contributing to this, it helps for Billy to be laying down. We managed to pass the weekend by catching up on a few shows. One of these is a program that I am doing some homework for the next episode of The Far Way Nearby. Now, of course, If you are also a listener of that show, this will be sort of a sneak peek or preview, as it were, into the discussion that will follow in the next show. We watched a British sitcom of the mid-90s starring Penelope Keith, who is most well-known for her role in an 80s British sitcom known as To the Manor Born. And this is an accomplished actress who I do believe has received a a royal order, so she is a, a lady or a dame, as they say. So we watched Next of Kin, and... This was a series that had three seasons, or serieses, as they say over in the UK, about a couple in their senior years looking forward to retirement. And, well, let's just say something happened on the way to heaven. They were, in the very pilot episode, enjoying the prospect of their twilight years to come, living abroad, and at one point they actually had even sat down at a cafe as sort of a preview of the life to come. And then lo and behold, they returned home to collect their things, to begin that new life, and were dealt a dose of reality. So you will have to either catch Next of Kin, which I could not find on streaming anywhere. You'll have to look for it on YouTube. 
or you could tune in to the next episode of The Far Away Nearby, where we will have a special guest who is a great lover of British television. And you will just have to tune in to find out who. We also enjoyed another science fiction series. This one is on Amazon. And if you follow me on Facebook and uh, possibly actually even Twitter, you may have seen what the excitement was all about. Now, I discovered science fiction fandom in the early 90s. It was part of my high school experience. I joined a fan club for Star Trek in my teen years and formed some of my most impressionable friendships during that time. This is a series that was produced by the widow of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry. Majel Roddenberry, in uh, the absence of her husband, discovered papers that he had written, scripts, for television series that were not produced in their day. And these were things that he had written in the late 60s, after the original Star Trek series had gone off the air, and before the Star Trek The Motion Picture had been produced. This series, in the late 90s, was a Canadian production by Major Roddenberry's company, uh, Roddenberry Kirshner Productions, and it uh, is set in a near-future Earth in which the reality is we have made contact with an alien race. In actuality, they've landed here, and the storyline follows the reality that ensues once we learn that we're not alone, and we are approached by this advanced race of aliens known as the Talons. And the Talons in many ways resemble the depictions of aliens that have been collected over the years by those who may have experienced an uh, encounter with a UFO. These aliens in uh, UFO experiences are more commonly known as the Greys and in this series, Earth Final Conflict, I, I don't think I mentioned the name, Earth Final Conflict, the aliens are somewhat tallish, very slender, and they have long features. They have a tall head with a, a tall forehead, long earlobes, and very cerebral looking. They have these very ocean-colored eyes that when they look at you, it's, uh, it's very prominent, very soul-seeking, which is very befitting because they are an advanced race, and much like the Vulcans of Star Trek, they have a consciousness, 
a higher plane, as it were. They're somewhat evolved in the spiritual sense, maybe the intellectual sense. But uh, Earth Final Conflict deals with the reality that we're not alone. We have been visited, and these aliens have offered us technology far beyond our own that they're willing to share. But of course, everything comes at a price, and soon we learn that there is a reason the Talons have chosen Earth. But of course, I like to discuss my favorite shows with others, so you'll have to go and check it out. It's called Earth Final Conflict. It's available on Amazon, possibly elsewhere, but that's where I'm watching it. Uh, quite interestingly, although I could not watch the series when it was in its initial run as I was in my college years then and apparently this show hopped from station to station with its uh, air date and time probably due to the fact that the program changed uh, studios, maybe networks uh, during the course of its run so that certainly didn't help matters any but uh, lo and behold come to find out when I was living in Southern California for all of six months back in the late 90s, I attended a convention in Los Angeles known as Fantasticon. And this is a convention, a science fiction convention, which raises money for a, uh, a hospital. And I'm trying to recall the name, but it fails me right now. Essentially, it is a medical facility that benefits those in the motion picture and film industry because um, as you may not be aware a lot of these actors actresses people in film they you would think that they make a lot of money because they appear in movies but these are basically part-time jobs for those folks not very different at all from the artist who shows a painting at an art gallery or a musician playing in the street asking for you to tip them. These folks do not have a full-time gig, so uh, as any artist, we need to support them if we want to continue to see their work. So Fantasticon raises money for uh, actors that may not be able to afford good health care. And during this convention, there was a presentation of the then new Earth Final Conflict. I was in attendance for other reasons, to meet up with some friends. And when I was passing through one of the sales areas, what they call a vendor or dealer's room, this is where vendors put out their wares, their toys, and trinkets for you to buy. Lo and behold, I do recall, from across the room, I saw a petite older lady who was clearly setting up a presentation table and looking back on things, I'm realizing that this was none other than Majel Roddenberry herself a lady who many have come to know 
as the first lady of Star Trek because she was married to the creator of Star Trek. And looking back on things, I wish that I had taken the time to meet her. I never had the pleasure of attending a convention wherein Majel had been a guest. And as I understand it, she was quite a lady with a head for business and a thoroughly wonderful guest speaker at many of her appearances. So if I could do things over again, I would have gone up to her table at least and said hello and maybe even given her some flowers. So if I could do things over again. (laughs) Hopefully you won't have too much to do over again. If you uh, keep your head above the clouds and hopefully your work week isn't too daunting, be sure to email me at djstarsage at gmail.com and tweet me on Twitter at TFNDJ. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. Unified. Unique. Voices. Unified. Unique. Voices. A network of inclusion. Unifospods.net.